At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day and for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry with same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders, all backed by real people ready to help. So you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Super Gamer Boys. I'm your host and captain, Garrett Morlang, and here in the studio with me is J.J. Purdom. Consistently back on the show, bringing the band back together. Is it, it, is it consistent? I mean, this is just the second time. I mean, I when, feel like it's anytime, after three times, it's then it's like, okay, now you're consistently back. I think it's like if there's a multiple, that's what a consistent is. I'm pretty sure you, look, you can Google that. I mean, maybe, that maybe, maybe even four times because even Zetch was on three times in a row and he's not a consistent host. So maybe you need to be on at least four times before we consider you consistent again. You know? I think you're still thinking in boy terms. I'm still in that whole super gamer man okay. mentality, and two times is good. You know, I mean, it's very, very good. Speaking of super gamer man, I made a, a great joke in the Discord, and Eddie was the only one who, who saw it, and he no. he vetoed it. He shut it down real quick. So. See, and I saw it, and I'll tell you what: the <laughs> light bulb went off behind my head, and I thought, hmm, I kind of <laughs> like that. I kind of really like that. Yeah. Go ahead and share with the audience what it is that you came up with. Garrett told a joke. I told it funny. (laughs) So I'm a super gamer boy and JJ is now a super gamer man. So I propose that we change the name of the podcast to Super Gamer Boys to Men. (laughs) Yeah. And... (laughs) There were crickets and... Uh, it even took Eddie like a good week to respond to it. I'm like, well, I guess it wasn't that good. <laughs> I saw it and I, I liked it. I genuinely, I was kind of happy. I was like, man. Maybe I was I'm, proud of myself. Maybe but... I'm kind of like a fungus. I'm rubbing off on you a little bit. You know, you get a little bit of that fever. Uh, this is that cheesy dad jokes coming out. That's all. Nothing wrong with cheesy dad jokes. They're the best. <laughs> Apparently not because <laughs> no one liked that one. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, you win some, you lose some. That's true. That's true. It's good to be back, man. Two yeah. weeks in a row, I I, I feel so uh, blessed and awesome that people have reached out and the feedback has been great. Had people a few listeners. What's that? So people have been loving it. Yeah. There's been yeah. comments on YouTube and people reached on social media and the Discord. People have stoked your back. Yeah. I, it's hard to read sarcasm in some of your comments. I'm not real sure <laughs> when you say like, oh, it's so great for him to be back. See, I don't know. I don't know what, what it is. I don't know what the inflection is because I'm just reading words. So I don't know right, if they're right. like, like, oh, wow, the king is back on the throne. You know, I mean, I don't, I'm not <laughs> sure. I take it as positive. I want to think there's not a whole lot of horrible sarcasm and stuff like that. Well, yeah. obviously they like you back because last week's video has done the best out of any of our videos. So, And I think that the, the reason for that, and this is what I told Garrett because okay. our video did do really well on YouTube. Uh, View-wise, it got about the same, but people watched it longer, which is kind of nice. Right. And I think that a lot of that was, what's he going to do coming back? He's been gone for a while. What kind of crazy we, we is he coming back We hyped it up a little bit, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe that was the wrong move because I don't feel like I brought too much crazy. I was I was like pretty low-key. I mean, I, I feel like I was low-key, right? I don't know. Except for the snorting Adderall thing, yeah. you know. 
Well, you guys will just have to wait and see what happens this episode. You'll never believe it. (laughs) Now I feel like I definitely need to snort Adderall on screen right now. This is is a clickbait title at the beginning of the podcast. You'll never believe what JJ does in his free time. I feel like I am the easiest person for you to push. And and I'm like the kid who's like, you won't eat that. Oh, yes, I will. I won't eat the heck out of that. You might get sick. I, I won't get sick. I'm, I'm a super gamer man. We have two uh, Sega Genesis cartridges over there. I dare you to eat both of those right here on video. Are they the repros it was like, or the originals? It's original. Madden 96 yeah. and 98, baby. They might be quite tasty, man, if that's the case. They might be quite tasty. <laughs> Everything of, from the 90s was awesome. Lots of dead skin in there. <laughs> Um, alrighty guys, let's get into some housekeeping quick for you. Um, I'm going to, we're going to make this snappy, man. Someone told me that our podcast dragged too much. And so we're just going to get to it. We're going to be efficient. We're going to be awesome. Wait, this is who said that super gamer boys 2.0. Did they say that about our episode last week or was it previous episodes where I wasn't around? No, it was previous episodes <laughs> and it was when you were around. I think it was even you who kind of said that. You're like, yeah, there's some places we could tighten things up. Oh, that was me that said that. I got heated for a second, but continue. No, no. So here we go. I'm tightening things up. This is SGB 2.0, boys to men. <laughs> boys to men. <laughs> Super Gamer Boys to Men. Uh, SGB 2M. Uh, <laughs> if you haven't just please, humor him, people. Please, Just humor him. Please, yeah, please humor me. And also, please go check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash supergamerboys. Over there, we have some awesome tiers where you can support us. Uh, we have one, just a buck a month. You can go get episodes. This this episode that we're recording currently, you can get it tonight. Audio. You can get audio version early and ad-free tonight after we record it, Monday night. You can get it. Otherwise, you're gonna get it Wednesday, like the other, you know, the rest of you Yahoo's out there. Yeah, like, the plebeians. Yeah, you can stand above the rest. The cream rises to the top, exactly. and other things like that that are really inspirational. <laughs> um, we also have some other fun tiers where you get, you know, show notes. You can be part of the discussion on on our show. Leave your own opinions. Uh, Patreon producer tier where you can, you know, pitch your own segments. Or if you want to be a sponsor, you'll get a shout out just like. Bill Bird and Julie Bates, good old Grammy. Uh, you can get shout outs just like them if you spo- uh, sponsor us at that $10 tier. You have nothing, nothing. No, I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying to turn over a new leaf. You understand? I'm a you man really, now. I'm not going to so, lie. You really just caught me off guard. I don't I, know. I'm sure they picked it up on camera. I don't know if you picked it up on mic, but on, on the YouTube video, you'll notice I kept looking at JJ because I was waiting for you to butt in and say something horrible about Bill or something like, you know, terrible about my grandmother. No, I would never say anything horrible about Bill. I love Bill to death. Earlier today, I just saw him earlier today, and I gave him a hug, and I made sure, I made absolutely sure that it lasted about 35 seconds too long. (laughs) Yeah, I'm one of those where I just, I, where, and then I, I did this thing. I did this thing where when I gave him the hug, he's a lot, a lot bigger than I am. I'm only 5'4". I know I look like a an imposing he's figure. He's over six foot tall, like six two or something like that. And uh, I do this thing tall. where I hugged him, and like I kept it for. And you could feel him try to like let go and pull away. Shift, shifted his weight and a little I, bit. And I did and this like... thing where I leaned my head against his chest. <laughs> Gonna miss you, buddy. Gonna miss you. And it was so uncomfortably awesome. It was amazing. Thanks for your support, Bill. <laughs> And I got plenty more of that where that came from. And as far as Grammy, I could have been inappropriate, Garrett. I, yeah. But again, I'm a super gamer man now. 
I'm trying not to be a boy. And a boy does the things with the constant joking and innuendo. I guess I guess it's okay for men to do that too. How you doing, Grammy? That's yeah, it. I got okay. nothing. I got, okay. I'm being I'm being good. Just when you become a man, now it's it does dirtier. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> and that's why I've got a record. <laughs> now, now lawsuits can happen. <laughs> right. Uh, not that lawsuits can happen when you're kids, I guess, but it's right. different. It's yeah, different. Yeah. Uh, ooh, that got dark quick. Yeah, it did. <laughs> Shout out to the HP Video Game Podcast Network. Quick, get us out of here. <laughs> We're a part of that. We're a part of this awesome group. <laughs> yeah. uh, there's some awesome podcasts over there. Go check those out. Remember, you can just Google that, and it'll bring up our Twitter page. You can see them. They'll, they retweet some of the new episodes coming out. And then uh, also, uh, I think if you go to Apple Podcasts, type in HP Video Game Podcast Network, and all the shows pop up right there. Go, go take a gander. Um, so this week... Normally we shout out the Discord or we shout out the YouTube channel, but this week, big old shout out to supergamerboys.com slash store. Cause I got this baby. That's right. He got nipples this week, folks. They are they are half off right now. Half off nipples on supergamerboys.com slash store. Now is that forward slash or is it a you're making me all self-conscious now. I gotta readjust my shirt. But. I didn't want to say anything, but I was like thinking the AC was maybe turned no, down I too thought, low. I thought this was, shirt was actually kind of like nice, kind of like fitted. I like that. It makes my, my my guns look bigger. Don't ever do that again. Yeah, don't. <laughs> this don't makes ever me look extremely that pale. That's all. Yeah, just you really know. I my, my, my olive oil has larger guns than you. <laughs> my are. problem is I have the the farmer's tan from working and uh, with with our work <laughs> shirts on. Yeah. So it's like usually in the summer I get pure white all the way down to my wrist and there's a little bit of a brown spot because my sleeves are a little short my arms are a little long i'm like a monkey uh so there's like a really tan spot and then my hands are stark white because i wear rubber gloves all day doing pest control so <laughs> i have like these weird like <laughs> i have like the stripe like almost tattooed bracelet on my wrist when he it's takes great. his shirt off he literally looks like nosferatu it's pure lily white. You've Trans, never seen it. Almost translucent. Like you can only see through my skin. He looks like Robbie Pat, you know, Robert Pat, Pattinson yeah, yeah. in uh, one of the Twilight oh, movies. Oh, dude, did you see the, they put out photos of Robert Pattinson in the bat suit? No. Uh, I'm showing you that after the show. Okay, is it just me or was Garrett far too excited about, who, did you see the picture of that man dressed up like Batman? You kind of were a little too excited about that right now, Garrett. No, so what he was saying about the about the store is look at this amazing shirt. Supergameboys.com slash store. You can get a shirt just like this one. Uh, you can get mugs just like this one. You can get stickers just like this one. That have faces just like these ones. And you could you could be, you know, putting it on whatever. Put it on your body. Put it on top of the shirt and that you buy. If you're uh let's see, if you are a Patreon supporter, you will hear this tonight. You still have time actually. To go, there's a there was a sale this last weekend oh, yeah. on our store, supergameboys.com slash store. Uh, I totally forgot the URL there for a second. And uh, use code LOVESICK, L-O-V-S-I-C-K, all caps, and as a promo code, you get 10% off everything in our store. It's kind of our Valentine's Day the sale Valentine's right now. Valentine's Day sale. But obviously all you other people who hear this on Wednesday, the sale will be gone. So sorry, suckers. I, I posted yeah. about it. It was on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Yeah, and for all you listeners who are suckers and are not supporting us yet on Patreon, you can. You can join the party that is the Super Gamer Boys. You don't have to be left out. Because literally, you can help for only a dollar a month. You could you could be a Patreon supporter, and every dollar counts. Not only that, if you donate enough money, you could name his next kid. 
Now I'm not going to have any more. <laughs> but the little what? <laughs> Patreon was like two segments ago. Where, no, where has I he st- been? I really want to get that money. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, people. People, I'm sorry. I'm pe- sorry, people. I don't know why I just keep saying people. I just came <laughs> back for the sweet cash. That's what I came yeah, back for. Yeah, I know. For. You're, you're all lawsuit. about that cash. You know, I, I think halfway through you forgot what you were talking about and just kind of started making stuff up is what that happened. happens all the time. <laughs> Alrighty. What do you say it's time for the nerdy nudes? It's time for the nerdy nudes. Okay. Well, that was different. That was different. I'm different. I'm okay. a different person you're, you're than I was a few now months ago. Men only sing yeah. falsetto. <laughs> Apparently. That's what... Uh, <laughs> I thought I was more of a tenor myself, but I'm not really sure. Yeah. Uh, so this first news story, this is big, big, big news story for us anyways, because we are the Sony ponies, obviously. We don't hide it. No shame here. But So this comes from Bloomberg uh, by Takashi Mochizuki. Uh, headline reads, Sony is struggling with PlayStation 5 price due to costly parts. Obviously, that headline kind of sucks. JJ earlier today was like, that story sounds dumb. And as you all know, he doesn't actually read the articles before he comes and does the show. So I was like, did you read the article? He's like, well, no, you know know the answer to that. Okay. (laughs) That is exactly how I answered it, too. uh, So here's the deal. I'm going to read some of this. Scarce components have pushed the manufacturing cost for Sony Corp's next PlayStation to around $450 per unit, forcing a difficult price-setting decision in its battle with Microsoft Corp. Uh, Corporation, according to people with knowledge of the matter. The Japanese conglomerate is preparing to gradually replace the six-year-old PS4 console, releasing its PlayStation 5 the same holiday season. Its arch-rival debuts, uh, debuts the upcoming Xbox Series X. Sony typically finalizes a console's price in February of the release year followed by mass production in the spring. With the PS5, com- with the PS5, the company is taking a wait-and-see approach, said the people. I love how they keep referring to the people. Mm-hmm. Uh, asking not to be named because the details are private. So there's insiders at Sony who are leaking information to Bloomberg, apparently. Um, so the PS4 released in 2013 at a retail price of $399. Uh, it was estimated by IHS market to cost 381 to manufacture. With the $450 unit cost and a similar gross margin, the PlayStation 5's retail price could uh, would have to be at least $470, you know, to kind of like make, basically they're making 20 bucks a console, essentially. That would be a hard sell to consumers, considering Sony's most expensive machine now is $400 for the PS4 Pro and is often discounted, according to Mark Harry Capital Analyst Damien Thong. Consumers will benchmark their expectations based on PS4 Pro and PS4. If Sony prices soar above that, uh, it would likely be to balance a need to offset higher materials cost against risk to demand. Sony declined to comment, obviously. So here's the deal. This, this is kind of going to be broken up in parts a little bit. Sony right now is looking at all the pieces and parts it takes to build their PS5. It's going to cost them at least 450 bucks to build this thing based off of these insider people. Uh, they're waiting for Microsoft to come out and like give their price. That's that's actually something that's mentioned later on, but or I guess I did mention it earlier, but how long do you think Sony can wait before they announce their price, though? Because, I mean, Xbox hasn't announced their price, but it's getting pretty late in the year. And they need to start, you know, manufacturing these consoles 
and getting you know stores on board like Walmart, Target, and Amazon, all these places, and to start getting pre-sales. Yeah, like, like I don't that. know, it just right. seems kind of crazy to be waiting this long. Like, okay, we still don't know the price, but they're not going to give a price till Xbox does. Like, right. who? I guess my question is, who's going to win this game of chicken? Like, who's going <laughs> to give up first? Who's going to lose? Because someone's got to give. Like, I almost feel like Xbox has caught on to the fact, so they're just waiting, <laughs> and then Sony's just like. It's a little bit longer, just a little bit longer. I, like, I think that it's unusual that both <laughs> of them have the systems that are coming out this year around the exact same time. Uh, I don't think that's ever happened before where they've come out in the same year. I could I could be wrong. Uh, yeah, I don't remember. I know last gen that definitely didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, actually, I don't know. I know P- for PS3 and 360, they came out at different times. But last gen, actually, I think they did come out pretty close. Were they fairly close? But uh, continue. Yeah. You can, yeah. You know. So my point being that it's... It's a hard thing to guess because I would think that Xbox does kind of see what's on the horizon, that PlayStation is holding off. Uh, leaking out something like this, of course, the, the people who leaked this want to be kept uh, quiet because they don't want to lose their jobs. <laughs> um, but it's good to know. I think that if they end up retailing it around $500, and even though they're not going to make a whole lot of money on the console, uh, they're taking a loss on it. Where they're going to make their money is on... Uh, everything else, the games, they're gonna all of the uh, the upsells, the microtransactions, and all that kind of yeah, uh, yeah that kind of stuff. But no, hundred percent, and that's that's the thing. Like with, um, like consoles usually don't make much money. Like it's pretty normal to only make like twenty, thirty bucks off each console. Mm-hmm. But what I'm wondering though is like, say Xbox is able to come out at four fifty, yeah, it is, is PlayStation willing to take even bigger loss like to make negative dollars because they usually they don't make negative usually like i said like they make only like 15 20 bucks on a console but is playstation willing to take like so say xbox comes out at 450 and playstation's like fine we're 399 right and and i actually thought of that i thought what happens if xbox comes in at 400 dollars and there's a very real possibility that they that they do trying to hobble playstation i would suggest that playstation doesn't play that game my my feeling, my thought on the on the subject is, Xbox is going to do what Xbox is going to do. Uh, they're trying to get Xboxes in every home right now. What PlayStation should be worried about is staying in PlayStation's lane. Sony does what Sony does better than anybody else, including does it better than what Xbox uh, does. Mm-hmm. So, if they charge five hundred dollars, the Sony ponies like you and me and some of our listeners. Not all of them, because apparently most of them play Xbox. Uh, Bunch of weirdos. <laughs> it's kind of weird, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but they're, they're aware that Sony, PlayStation, puts out incredible games that Xbox does not deliver. Mm-hmm. They just don't. It's it's simple fact. They don't deliver the type of amazing games like Last of Us 2 and all the exclusive Spider-Mans and stuff like that. Xbox just doesn't have that. Mm. So Sony fans are going to be looking to get that system. They're not going to jump over, well, it's $75 or $100 more. So I'm just going to go with an Xbox. It's not going to happen. They've already built in uh, a love. And I'll tell you what, doing pest control, I go into so many houses. I know you do as well. I see far more PlayStations than I do Xboxes. And I I know that, yeah, they they sold a whole lot more consoles. Yeah, like three times as many. Right. Potentially. I'm just saying (laughs) that I see it percentage-wise. Yeah. My only thought, and let's see if I can find it again because I started to lose it there. Shoot, did I lose what I was going to say? Uh, dang it. I hate it when that happens. Um, with Sony, 
Uh, yeah, nope, it's gone. Sorry. Yeah. All I got. And <laughs> folks, that's why you should never do drugs. Do drugs never do drugs. Yeah. <laughs> he hasn't done meth in a very long time. It's been what the heck was two or three say? months. This is the worst. <laughs> I'm not sure. I never did drugs before. Oh, sure. Yeah. Well, except for the Adderall last week. But I mean, is that really an illegal drug? I think not. Uh, that's for you to decide, listeners. Well, well, I mean, it wasn't technically my prescription, but still. Jeez, you can't say what? you can't say these things on a recording. Like they, they, this can be used in in court as proof against you now. Okay, <laughs> that's the least of your worries. We're already pretty adept at I. I'm good in court. You and I just had that issue, and right, right, right. Yeah, uh, I won. Yeah. You know, so I'll win yeah. again. There's two sides to every story, right? Did it come back yet? Is it back? That thought that you lost? No, no, totally gone. Man. I don't know where it went. It ran. <laughs> I, I almost grabbed it and then it, it hit the and NOS, it baby. Gone. It hit the NOS. Yeah. It was out of here. Um, that yeah. sucks. So Sony is, yeah, kind of sitting on their hands at, the, at this point. Uh, another interesting thing, though, they say during this article, which uh, got me kind of excited. Um, so... Well, this, it does say the ongoing coronavirus outbreak has had no impact so far on preparations for PlayStation 5 production, they said. The company has yet to decide how many PS5 units it will make in the first year. Um, and the reason it's kind of interesting to hear that is because we've actually already heard that Switch has been affected, like Switch consoles mm-hmm. are being affected by the coronavirus. And then also, uh, was it Animal Crossing? No, no. Outer Outer Worlds. Their Outer Worlds that already came out on PC, Xbox, and PS4. Uh, the port is supposed to come to Switch, I believe, in March or something like that. And the development studio is working on that is in China, and they're dealing with you know the coronavirus outbreak. So that actually got delayed a few months. So it's kind of crazy, like that this disease is. I mean, obviously, it's sad, like what it's doing over in China, just ravishing the population. But yeah. um, it's crazy for it to like affect something like video games like it's just that you just never think of that connection like you're like oh they're completely separate like the real world and video games it's like oh no they're very very connected yeah <laughs> kind of bizarre um and then the next thing this is what has me hyped the coronavirus outbreak does not have me hyped. ah wow because that's where i went with it i was like why are you so hyped <laughs> no. about the coronavirus um separately sony plans to release a new version of the playstation vr virtual reality headset tentatively scheduled after the playstation 5 goes on sale the people said so this has me thinking, okay, so PS5 comes out in November, let's say. And, okay, it says scheduled, tentatively scheduled after the PlayStation 5 goes on sale. Just the way it's worded almost makes it seem like it's going to be pretty quick after. Are we looking at like a spring 2021 PSVR launch? Because if we are... Mm. I need to save more money. Get ready for Easter, kids. Because, <laughs> because I, I need to get one of those, especially after making the dumb decision to get rid of my other PSVR. If I can replace it next year with a full-on, like, brand-new, like, top-of-the-line PSVR, well, maybe I'm in. I'm in 100%. Get you know, hyped. Tell me, because I'm not sure if, I, if I've heard one way or the other, is the PSVR that's currently for the PlayStation 4, is it going to be compatible with the PS5? Yes. Okay. All right. So this is just going to be an updated version of that. Well, we don't know. It could just be an updated version or it could be PS, quote unquote, PSVR 2. And maybe it mm-hmm. will have like better 
screens in there, better lenses, better it might be wireless. Like that's that's the things that people want. People keep asking Sony like, oh, please like, you know, make it wireless. That'd be awesome. Uh, have better sensors. That's the other thing is like right now PSVR uses the PlayStation camera and then your headset has lights on it and your wands have these big lights on it. And if you turn around, you know, there's lights all the way around your headband so it can detect your headband just fine. But if you turn around and I'm doing something in front of me like this and the camera's behind me, you know, I'm reaching out in front of me, then the camera can't see that and it doesn't detect, like all of a sudden your hand just disappears. Where like some of the other systems like Oculus or uh, Vive or some of these other things are either using, they use multiple sensors around the room and it's infrared. So that it's, so even if it's daytime, that's the other one with PSVR, if it's like super bright in the room, you can't play VR, it doesn't work. <laughs> so with some of the other ones it uses infrared yeah. or even like the Oculus Quest now, all the sensors are built into the <clears throat> the helmet. So no matter where you're looking and what you're doing, those cameras always detect where your your hands are because there's sensors all the way around your head, like shoot pointing out instead of the sensors pointing back at you. So that's those are some of the things that people speculate PSVR might start bringing in. Is there going to be, yeah, better sensors for the you know remotes and the headset? Is there going to be wireless capabilities mm. like the Quest? Because the Quest that's revolutionary for like three or four hundred bucks, you're gonna have the Quest and you don't even have to have a computer. Like everything ha- works inside the inside the headset. It's crazy. See, I've heard a lot of people swear by the Oculus, and I think you actually played that, didn't you? Play that? Yeah, yeah. I played the yeah. Oculus uh, Rift. Is mm-hmm. uh, that's the one? So they have the Oculus Rift and the Oculus Quest. The Oculus Rift is like the heavy duty, super powerful one, but you need a powerful computer to run it. Mm-hmm. So like even my computer is pretty powerful, but like some of the higher end graphical games would probably struggle with. Um, How about Fortnite? Can you can you do that? No, like, that. there's no, no 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 VR for Fortnite. What's that point? No, there's lots more points than garbage Fortnite. Get out of here. <laughs> uh, you've been talking with your son too much. You've no, been, you know what? You've been hanging out with your son too much. No, he's uh, he's <laughs> he's horrible. still on the Fortnite bandwagon, but he just told me today, and I think he, you heard a little bit of it. He uh, he said that Luigi's Mansion Three is his favorite game now. Heck and yeah. I thought something is knocked. Knocked Fortnite off the top of the mountain. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um anyways, and then that yeah, the, like so the Vive is the one or the Rift is the one that needs to be plugged in and the Quest is completely wireless, like it has a hard drive built in. You can get a sixty four gig one or a hundred and twenty eight gig one. And you just use your phone and say, I wanna play this, this, this game, and then like it downloads to your quest. All you need to do is make sure you have Wi Fi or whatever and mm. yeah, it's awesome. And it's like four hundred bucks. Mm. I, I want to get one, but I also like would really want a PSVR as well. So right. it's like, mm, do I just wait for the PSVR? <laughs> you don't need two VR headsets. Like, it gets to a point where it's well, like, I mean, it gets a you lot. can technically a lot of control. <laughs> but yeah, so that's it for that article. I thought that was, you know, it's interesting with the pricing thing. They're kind of waiting on Microsoft. Um, I guess we'll just have to wait and see who wins that game of chicken, huh? <laughs> Uh, the next one, NVIDIA GeForce now lost Activision games. Uh, NVIDIA GeForce now lost Activision games over misunderstanding. This comes from Polygon. Uh, Owen S. Good over there wrote this. NVIDIA says its GeForce Now service lost its library of 20 Activision and Blizzard games because of misunderstanding over permission to continue offering them once the cloud gaming service left its beta period. NVIDIA didn't describe exactly what the misunderstanding was in a statement yesterday, but did say it hoped to bring back Activision Blizzard games in the future. Um, I'm not going to get into the whole statement stuff, but I just thought this was 
more just kind of crazy because just was it last week or a week and a half ago? No, we can we don't do an episode and a half week. Two weeks ago, <laughs> we were talking about oh shoot, like Nvidia came out. This is crazy. I don't know if it's on air, maybe off air. I think we mentioned it on air, but before the episode, we were talking about it. This might be a Stadia killer. Like this thing is amazing. I've actually tried it back in the day when it was on beta, like before it came to now. It's like a full release, um, but basically what Nvidia uh, GeForce Now does is you're essentially for five bucks a month renting a supercomputer in the cloud. Where Stadia, you have to buy the game and then you're you're using one of their processing units or whatever through the cloud. GeForce, what it does is you literally fire up on your computer and it looks like a computer desktop, but it's not your computer desktop. It's the computer desktop somewhere else in a server farm. But all you do is log into your um, Steam account on this remote desktop and you can play all the games you already own. You don't have to pay for the games again. So you're if you so if you buy a game for sale on Steam for like four bucks or whatever, hey, you got it. You you can play it through Nvidia GeForce Now. That's actually incredible. And you only have to pay the well. There's a so there's a free version, mm-hmm. which you you can only play for up to an hour a day. Mm-hmm. An hour per session, it says, which I believe I think that means an hour a day. Maybe it just means an hour. You can play a full hour a day. Yeah, right. Not <laughs> me. Um, or you pay five bucks a month and it's unlimited and it gives you a bunch of other options like higher resolutions and stuff like that. Have you, so you said you, you tried the Way beta? back in the day, like oh, okay. a year or so ago. I think it was when I first got this computer, which would have mm-hmm. been two years ago now. Two years ago when I got this computer, it came with a, I, I got, because I have a NVIDIA graphics card in here, they're like, hey, mm-hmm. you get a free access to our beta, which is normally like a private beta or whatever. Um, and I tried it back then and it was pretty cool. And I'm, from what I've heard, it's a lot better now. Nvidia Shield has uh, has games part of the. It's like a streaming library of games. It that uses can, it, it pulls from your Steam account, same same way that this does. And there's a handful of free games on there. I mm. mean, there was like a Batman game uh, that was on there not that long ago. I checked it out at a friend's house, and it actually was pretty cool. Mm. I really thought that it was a lot better than than I had heard. I, I hadn't heard good things about Nvidia, but. Um, yeah, so anyways, uh, but with that to say, it's like an amazing service. We are talking all how amazing it is. And then for them to come out and say, well, you can play all, every game except for Activision and Blizzard games now. So no more Call of Duty Modern Warfare, no more Warcraft uh, 3 Reforged, whatever that just came out a couple weeks ago. Like all these games are gone now. And, th- and then there, I also was reading here, game, GeForce Now has also removed... Publishers such as Rockstar, Square Enix, Capcom, so you can't play your Red Deads, you can't play your Grand Theft Autos, you can't play your Final Fantasy. Um, and what happened was, so here's here's the deal. I guess I could read this part in the article, but I'll just break it down for you. During the beta period, they had permission from all these developers to stream their games. Mm-hmm. But apparently it wasn't clear in the contract that they would continue to stream those games after it came out of beta. So what happened is when they switched over, Rockstar reached out and was like, hey, uh, stop streaming our games. Like it's not the beta anymore. It's full of like, mm-hmm. take us away. Same thing with Square Enix, same thing with Capcom. And then the newest one is Activision Blizzard. Like, hey, like right. take us off of there, which is which is a bummer because we were so hyped about this. And I don't know, I guess I want to, my question for, for you now and for us to kind of discuss is, do you think this is a done deal? Like, do you think they kind of pissed off Activision or do you think there's a way, there's a chance for them to come back to Activision and Rockstar and all these people and be like, hey, sorry about the misunderstanding. Do you think we can work something out? To bring them back. Absolutely. Or, or do you think these people are looking to 
go to Google Stadia or maybe start their own streaming service? Like, mm-hmm. Do you think those are possibilities? I don't, do you... I don't think starting their own service. I, I know everybody yeah. does that right now. Every, every, you know, everybody is starting their own streaming service, but I don't think that that's the point here. They could be in bed with Google Stadia or have some type of an agreement with Google Stadia, mm-hmm. but... Of the names that you mentioned, I'm I haven't heard any of those. <laughs> if they do, Google's not talking about it. No. Google's not talking about anything. None so. at all. And <laughs> what I, I think that that you can never say never in any business, but especially in this business, mm-hmm. because there's, I mean, we saw not that long ago when Xbox and PlayStation worked together uh, to be able to use Azure. You know, so I mean, you can never say never. Say, I, I say think that. Say that word again. I like the way you say as, it. As Azure. Am I saying it incorrectly? Yeah. I don't know. It's Azure. Well, that too. Yeah, I think it's blue. Azul, right? Pretty close. Eh, Espanol. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> no, I just think that, um, see, now I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> no, you were just saying uh, uh, PlayStation and Xbox come together to use Azure server, basically. They're a streaming service. Yeah. So, I think that there's a good possibility that they can be able to say, hey, look, we made a mistake. Um, let's try to work together. And I think that all of those companies, if the money's there, they'll they'll work with them again. Yeah. I hope so because honestly- I don't think this is a deal killer is what my point was. Yeah, because honestly, I'm- So that, that $5 a month too is, I think that deal is only available for the next couple months. And then it, I, I, no one knows what it'll go, go up to. It could be like up to 10 or 15 bucks a month. But if you lock it in now- you get that price indefinitely for like for for the next year. So like if I sign up right now for that five dollar a month deal until next year in February, I'll be locked in that five dollar price even if the price goes up on it. So I'm almost tempted to like subscribe to it just to like lock in my price, you know, for when some of those things do come back. And like I have a lot of awesome games on my computer that, well, Borderlands Three. So I have a pretty sweet computer. Like my lap gaming laptop, it can run a lot. But Borderlands Three came out this like end of last year, and I don't know what it is. If it's like, I think it's an issue on their end with the way they made it. Like it's just not optimized, but it runs like garbage on my computer. I literally ran Gears of War 5 on ultra settings, running at 4K. It looked beautiful, no problems at all, like 60 frames a second, like just running smooth as butter. I turn on Borderlands and try to run at like 30 frames a second and like on like medium graphic quality, like I drop the graphics so everything's like, you know, not as many textures and not mm-hmm. as like not as good looking. And it's still just like it, 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 like juddery and mm-hmm. like stutters and stuff. I'm like, what is wrong with this? So like to be able to play Borderlands 3 through GeForce Now would be awesome. I could play it at the highest graphic quality and it's just using internet, just streaming over the internet. Like, I don't know, that sounds awesome to me. So. I don't know. Well, I think we'll there's still a there's still a step away from being able to be the Google Stadia killer, but let, let's hope that they rebound because yeah, I mean already they have a bigger library than than Stadia because technically you can play anything in your Steam account other than Activision, Rockstar, and Square Enix games. But other than those, other than like every publisher, other than that. Well, no, like no. everything else, like, okay, like, yeah, you could play your Fortnite through there. You could play your- I don't uh, play Fortnite. You could play all your EA games through there, like Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, which had a lot of performance issues. You get to play it on a supercomputer now. Now, you uh, you actually spoke with me about when you were playing it, you had had some issues where it was really janky. Well, that was on my PlayStation, and, but yeah. And I did as well. And one thing that you did was you went in and changed some settings- yeah. And uh, you made it to where all of a sudden it was running like butter. It's running better, not like oh, butter. okay. It's running better. Yeah, there's like some weird, there's a setting in there which basically 
it's automatically on and it's set up to like whenever you come across a bug or there's some issue or something, it'll report to EA automatically for you. Like it's just always like pumping data back and forth, like, you know, keeping up with basically tracking everything you're doing to help them make the game better. But Wait, what, like what, everything you're doing? Everything. Uh, mm-hmm. But what happened is it was running so much in the background, it was slowing down the rest of the game. So mm-hmm. I had to turn it off and now it runs a lot better. It's still not perfect, but better than it was. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm just still, I'm still interested in this, uh, the G-Force now. Uh, it is just a bummer that just over some like, uh, like someone misspoke in a, in a conference meeting and all of a sudden they're like, oh shoot, sorry, misunderstanding. Like now they've lost like some, like some pretty major games. Like yeah, Call of Duty and the Warcraft games and stuff like that. Like, uh, or what else is Blizzard make? What's that big one? Overwatch. Wow. I'd almost forgot Overwatch. Um, but hopefully soon enough they'll work something out. That'll be cool. Um, let's see, uh, next one real quick here. Disney wants developers to reimagine its IP for video games. Uh, this comes from James Batchelor over at gamesindustry.biz. Disney is seeking more partnerships with games developers and publishers following the success of Marvel's Spider-Man and Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Speaking at the 2020 DICE Summit, the company's senior VP for games and interactive experiences, Sean Shopta, reiterated that Disney's focus when it comes to the games industry is in licensing out its IP. Um, yeah, so this the headline kind of says it all. They, they, there's a lot of back and forth and quotes and stuff, but that's the gist of it is like previously Disney made all of their own games in-house. They spent a crap ton of money renting an office building hiring a team, getting them together, having to buy, like literally like they would from scratch build, like have to buy all the equipment for an office building. And then finally they'd get down to like designing this thing and they'd all start from scratch, like no one really knowing each other, no chemistry with the team, all, none of this stuff. And it was always a pain for them to make games and they were horrible. Like it was always, it was always- What was about a- Lion King? What about Aladdin? I mean, they're all right. They're pretty good games for the they're time, all, They're my all right. They're all right. Um, but I mean, I'm even talking about like the PS1, PS2 era where like, you no, get, there was a lot of you trash. get, you get, you get the, the movie tie in. So like a bug's life on PS1 or Tarzan on PS1 or like <laughs> stuff like that, or like cars on PS2, like all these like stupid games. Um, anyways, that's what they used to do. But now like right here, it says Marvel Spider-Man by Insomniac Games sold over 13 million copies that's a PlayStation exclusive. You can only play that on PlayStation. It sold 13 million copies. That's so many copies. It's the fastest selling first party title in PlayStation history. Uh, and then also the more recent Jedi Fallen Order was one of the biggest selling games of last year and is expected to soon reach 10 million copies sold. And that's only in just a couple months. That came out in November. <clears throat> so it's almost, I mean, granted, that's on every console. It's on PC, Xbox, yeah. and PlayStation. But that's crazy. Like in three months... It's almost, you know, yeah, it's already hit 10, you know, it's come up on 10 million copies. That's, that's pretty good. Cause I mean, Spider-Man came out, what, two years ago now? now. Yeah. So, um, that game is still amazing. Still amazing. So yeah, I don't know my, uh, again, there's not much more of this article other than Disney's looking for more publishers to do work for them, but uh, it's not going to be insomnia now that PlayStation owns insomnia, but there's insomniac. That's what I said. I'm tired. That's the whole, yeah, that's what it was. Not because I'm stupid. It's because I'm tired. Um, yeah, right. Yeah, PlayStation just bought Insomniac. So most likely, although 
even before Insomniac was owned by Sony, like 99% of the games that Insomniac made were PlayStation exclusives. I think they only made one that was on Xbox, and it's an Xbox exclusive called... Uh, I don't know what it's called. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Xbox sucks. Um, <laughs> We're going to get hate. That's fine. You get uh, blocked on Twitter, Garrett. That's fine. Block me. Uh, But yeah, I... What I was going to ask, though, is, okay, spinning off from this headline, what I just want to hear, what's one IP you would love to see reimagined as a game, and what developer would you like to see make it? And it doesn't matter if it's a PlayStation-owned or not, like whatever. Like if you want to say Naughty Dog makes something or Insomniac or whoever, like mm-hmm. what what's another game or IP you'd like to see that's Disney property, you know, that we that maybe hasn't been done yet. So maybe not Star Wars or Marvel, but... Gosh, Disney owns everything. Right. That's... Pretty great. You know what? I am the biggest fan of the Disney originals, uh, Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck and Goofy and stuff like that. And I know you're probably going to say, well, what about the, uh, I've never played any of those games. Any of those games, the- uh, The Kingdom Hearts? Yeah, I never never played any of that stuff. Uh, But I I love- Don't don't do it. I loved (laughs) DuckTales when I was a kid. There is a DuckTales game. I remember the old platformer. It's on PlayStation. They remastered it for PS4. Did they? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, that's uh, not the, the Saturday Afternoon Collection or something it's called. Oh, wow. So it's essentially the same game. It's just remastered so, yeah. the old platformer? Right. Wow. Well, I loved I loved that game yeah. when I was a kid, and I loved the show. I'd like to see something kind of updated like that now. Right, like a more modern. Yeah, not, more not modern just, version just of it. Yeah, but. yeah. I, I just I like I like characters like that. The old the old goofy stuff is just fantastic. Donald Duck, it still holds up. It's still hilarious. It's still good stuff. Yeah. I don't know why I call it the Saturday afternoon. It's just called the Disney afternoon collection. <laughs> there's <laughs> there's no Saturdays involved. Um, also, you know what? Like another IP that they own that would be, I think, a fun game, and I don't know if it's ever been done before, but they own the Muppets. And uh, I would love to see a Muppet game. Yeah. So the first thing, I had a different idea before, but after you talked about you brought up the whole like you know original like disney mickey mouse all that stuff Mm -hmm. what just popped in my head is if they had oh man if they had studio mdhr which is the studio that made cuphead make a disney like steamboat willie kind of style exactly that would be pretty amazing in that art style it's like that would be amazing make make steamboat willie or some of the other like classic like you know disney cartoons but into a game and have Studio MDHR do it. They've already made, done the art style with Cuphead. Here you go. The Super Gamer Boys so just came up with cool. that stuff. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, for five bucks, you can get the Disney Afternoon Collection. It comes with, uh, um, oh, what are you? Is it Tailspin? Or? It comes with a couple games. I don't know why it's not telling me. Rescue Rangers, Chippendales Rescue Rangers was the, like that was the uh, the afternoon cartoons when I was. Hunt, hunt for treasure around the globe as Scrooge McDuck, fight crime as a hero, Darkwing Duck, take to the skies as Ace Pilot, Baloo the Bear, and enjoy co-op as Chippendale to take down Fat Cat. All six classic games feature new and improved visuals and include filtering options that replicate a retro look. Yeah, there you go. Pretty awesome. Five bucks, it's on sale. It's only 20 bucks. So if you want it, get it now. Oh, I can just get it from the store, huh? Yeah, right, digitally. Wow. It's not, like I said, it's on sale right now, $5. Okay. So that's that's your deal of the day. Get the Disney Afternoon Collection. Normally 20 bucks, 75% off right now at, nice. on, on the PSN store. Very cool. Um, But man, yeah. 
No, I'm hyped. I want Steamboat Willie, but made by the Cuphead guys. That'd be so cool. Well, I know what I'm doing tonight when I go home. I'm actually going to go ahead and grab that game. Do it, man. That's pretty awesome. Um, this last news story isn't much of a news story. Last Thursday were the Dice Awards. Uh, twenty, the twenty nineteen or the twenty 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 Dice Awards, but it's all the games for twenty nineteen. It's not a gambling. Not a gambling. Uh, award, just so you know, it stands I, for Design, Innovate, Communicate, Entertain. It's uh, it's put on by the Academy of Interactive Arts and Sciences. So it's actually really like hoity-toity. We're like the Game Awards by Jeff Keighley. Or like, mm-hmm. think of like the Game Awards. <laughs> game Awards by Jeff Keighley is like, uh, this is like peak gamer, kind of like yeah, nerd, we're awesome. Like they had Green Day perform. Nerd like culture, it was just like, like we're so cool. Like right. not even that, but even this like yeah, we're bros. Uh, <laughs> This is like, you know, all the fancy pantsy, like everyone's decked out in like tuxes and fancy dresses and they all go to Vegas and mm. like, yeah, there's a red carpet and they all, you know, very, very fancy. When are we going to get all fancy dressed up and go to like a red carpet event? Uh, I don't know. One day. That'd be cool. We can get all fancy dressed up with Super Gamer Boy shirts. You can always find on <laughs> supergamerboys.com slash store. We should make a t-shirt that looks like a tux and but underneath you see, you just see like the, the E and the R and the B. <laughs> like right. a, you see, like as, to make it look like you're wearing your Super Gamer Boy sh- shirt underneath a tux. Underneath the tux. All in a t-shirt. Yeah. Yep. It kind of says like we like to party, but like we're serious. But we're also extremely redneck. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so here's some of the winners from that award show. I usually like to stream the award shows. I did the Game Awards. I did some other stuff previously, but uh, I did something else, you know, previous engagements on a Thursday night. But uh, Game of the Year went to Untitled Goose Game, which I'm actually really kind of upset about a little bit. Um, I talked to you a little earlier, but I was like, everyone talked about that game and it was like, Everyone ad- admitted, everyone I talk to anyways, and all the podcasts I listen to, all the news articles I read, everyone's like, it's not a great game. It's a fun game. And it's funny. Like, it's it's easy to, like, meme. That's what everyone says. It's very memeable. Like, it's a good joke. Like, it, it, it made the internet fun for a couple of weeks because everyone's posting, like, funny jokes and memes on Twitter and stuff about it. But, Is that where we're at now? But after, like, a couple of weeks, like, it just kind of disappeared. Like, no one really cares about it now. But apparently, one game of the year, which over Death Stranding and Control and Disco Elysium and Outer Wilds, like f- four other amazing games. So that, I'm kind of kind of upset. So the way the Dice Awards works, it's all voted on by um, a, a ballot system by industry experts and uh, Academy of Interactive Arts and Sciences members. Um, so a bunch of hoity-toity, hoity-toity ones. fancy people who like who who like geese apparently who like stupid little geese that steal things from people. Yeah, it's a weird game to win game of the year. <laughs> yeah, so. um, outstanding achievement for independent game, Untitled Goose Game. Uh, outstanding achievement in animation, Luigi's Mansion Three. There you go. Uh, outstanding achievement in art direction, Control. Uh, outstanding achievement in character, the goose from Untitled Goose Game. Mm. That's so stupid. Over like Cliff Unger in Death Stranding. Mm. Man. Uh, outstanding achievement in game design, Baba is you. Outstanding achievement in game direction, control. Uh, uh, I'm just going to say what it's for. I'm not going to keep saying outstanding achievement. Uh, original music composition, control. Sound design, Death Stranding. Story, Disco Elysium. Technical achievement, Death Stranding. Action game of the year, control. Adventure game of the year, Jedi. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Family game of the year, Super Mario Maker 2. Racing game of the year, Mario Kart Tour, which is a... Uh, a mobile game. That was a phone game. Hmm. Fighting game of the year, Mortal Kombat 11. Role-playing game of the year, Outer Worlds. Sports game, FIFA 20. 
Strategy Simulation Game, Fire Emblem Three Houses, Portable Game of the Year, Sayonara Wild Hearts, Immersive Reality Game of the Year, Pistol Whip, Immersive Reality Technical Achievement, Blood and Truth, and Online Game of the Year was Apex Legends. That was well-deserved. Apex mm-hmm. Legends was a good one. So there's just your quick rundown of the awards. Um, Death Stranding picked up a few. It got two. Yeah, mm-hmm. it got uh, Best... Uh, Sound design and technical achievement, which is pretty cool. Well-deserved. Garrett would have rather seen a complete sweep of all the field. Well, of course, yeah. Uh, but that is your twenty rundown of the 23rd Annual Dice Awards. Now, it is time for the new releases. There's releases this week? Yeah. Okay. I hadn't even heard. Darksiders Genesis on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Switch came out February 14th. Uh, it actually looks really cool. It looks like it's like a top-down, um, looks very similar to uh, Diablo. Did you ever play the Diablo games at all? No. Okay. Well, it looks just like that, except it's... Darksiders instead of made by a different company and different like a set uh, storyline obviously yeah. but I've played Darksiders I played okay. a couple of different Darksiders so you so you yeah. so you understand the aesthetic and like the theme so imagine yeah. that but it's like top down like mm-hmm. dungeon basically Diablo is like D and D light mm. like without like you're not role playing obviously but it's you going through dungeons and killing monsters and stuff like that. Uh, Tony Stewart Sprint Car Racing <laughs> came out on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One on February 14th. Guarantee that one's going to sell some. So here's the deal. I only put on the, my list because my dad's a huge NASCAR fan, and I know he's going to want to get his his little hands oh, on Tony Stewart Sprint Car Racing. It makes so much sense now. <laughs> okay, so his dad, Bill Morlane, listener to the show, how we doing, Bill? Um, also loves me and loves the uh, long, uncomfortable hugs. Uh, I get it now, Garrett. You really are a redneck. I've been pretending like you're some kind of a upper cross New York socialite, but in reality, dude, when you grow a beard, it's it's mostly neck beard. It's mostly neck beard, and then you're into the whole NASCAR thing. It makes sense now. I thought I was the redneck. No. Wow. I'm 100% redneck. Yeah. Okay. That makes a lot of sense now. That, that's why I didn't know what was going on with the neck beard. <laughs> it's like if he shaves everything off, there's nothing but hair all up on his throat area. What do I? So, there we go. There you gotta, go. Gotta do a real redneck. <laughs> Living in my it, hair <laughs> coming through here. There you go. Call me you look too natural <laughs> like that. I don't know why that worked. <laughs> that. <laughs> um, yes. I love the NASCAR too. You love the NASCAR. I love the NASCAR. Okay, <laughs> all right. Okay, <laughs> this last game. Oh, something else I was going to say about that Tony Stewart game. I actually contacted the developers to see if I can get a code for the game. No response as of yet. That was about a week ago, so maybe they're not inter- interested. They were probably so shocked. They're like, <laughs> no one Wait else a second. <laughs> Guys, an email just came through. A uh, uh, G. Morling, uh, he's got a podcast at Super Gamer Bo- Oh my gosh, he wants to have it. What are we supposed to do? I don't, what What do we normally do in this situation? They're yeah. probably just sitting there freaking out right now, man. Probably. 
Yeah. No response yet. Maybe, maybe I'll get something soon. That would be cool. <laughs> I'll, I'll even do a YouTube video of me playing through it. Maybe I'll stream it live on Twitch. Oh man. Me playing Tony Stewart's sprint car racing. But, uh, this one, another game came out on Valentine's day, February 14th. Uh, this is a game I wasn't really necessarily interested in before. Cause I just didn't understand it. I didn't really care about it. I wasn't going to get it. And then it was literally like December 14th. It was that day I was listening to a podcast and they kind of like talked about it and ex- really just explain it in a way. I'm like, oh, okay, I need to get in on this. So Dreams, PlayStation 4 exclusive, been in the works since probably the last seven years. It It was actually when they first announced the PS4, not when it launched, when they just announced it. It was in the announcement trailer for PS4. It took them seven years to come out with this game. Like the entire generation, basically. Like it was there at the beginning, and here it is, send, mm. sending the PlayStation 4 out. Mm. Um, and uh, it's made by the same developers, Media Molecule, who made Little Big, Big Planet 1, 2, and 3, which are classics, super great games, like super fun, cute little, uh, extremely creative games. Like it's all about making things and being creative and using your own imagination. Um, so this game really blew my mind. So it's essentially, it's really two games in one. That's the only way I can explain it. It's not even two games. It's two parts, two parts in one thing that you purchase. Half half of the, the software, I won't even call it a game anymore. Half of the software <laughs> is you can play things or experience things. You click the button and it just starts showing you things that people have made in dreams. People are making movies. Like I watched like a 30 or 40 minute movie the other day. Like someone recreated a scene from like uh, Dragon Ball Z or like Pokemon or something like that. Like, you know, the other people are like animes or like, or their own original stuff. Like someone made some movie about this guy who, you know, had his, you know, uh, it was really weird. It, it it was a little weird. There's, there's a lot of weird stuff in there, but basically there's this artist museum turned down his, like his offer to come and, uh, you know, to let his art be in the museum. So then he gets ticked off and goes to the museum and starts destroying everything with a baseball bat and stuff like, like that's the kind of weird stuff, but you can watch movies. That's what I was getting at though. Like you can watch movies, you can play games. Like I was playing a puzzle game the other day where you play as like a little sloth and run around this world and like trying to find like little stuff hidden around the world or someone totally recreated fallout four in dreams. Like I was playing fallout four, but someone created it from the ground up literally like, Every blade of grass, every gun, every sound effect, everything, all the quest lines. Um, you can also, so there's games, there's movies. Some people just do music. You can make music in there and just put upload a song that you made in dreams. You can also upload just art, like still art. So maybe you sculpt something or uh, someone did a painting or a drawing or mm-hmm. they molded a character. So there's, there's the aspect to it where you can just look and experience and play. The other half of it is that creation tool that people are using. And it is so stinking in depth. Like I'm kind of getting into my what you're playing here. So what you what you've been playing? I've been playing Dreams. Uh, basically, the the uh, the creation tools are so in depth. It's insane to me because I've used Unity a little bit. I've used Unreal Engine, which those are those are uh, so those are programs that like big name game developers use, yeah. like on the PC, like. Uh, Fortnite's made an Unreal Engine 4. Yeah. 
I've used that engine. You can get it for free. Go to unrealengine.com, download it, and you can make your own game for free on any computer. Well, not any computer. Your computer needs to be powerful enough to run it. That's the the engine. But basically, though, Dreams is like a game engine, but on PlayStation. Like an extremely powerful game engine. So you can make your own stuff literally from nothing. You can start with zero zilch, nothing. And by the end... You can, maybe you want to sculpt a tree. Maybe you want to make a song. Maybe you want to make a rock. Maybe you want to sculpt your little character, okay? Maybe you're not very good at art, but you are good at the mechanics and animating and stuff like that. So say you made you made a little character that looks like you, a little super gamer man. Um, and I, I was like, you know what? I'm not really good at sculpting things and creating things, but I want to make a game about us. So I'm going to take your little guy that you made of, you know, like, you know of you but I'm really good at animating. So I'm going to go through, I'm going to use your character and animate. I'm also not good at making music. So I don't know, maybe one of our uh, best friends out there, listen, you know, is really good at making music. I'm going to take his song. That's going to be the, the background music on our game. And then, oh, this person over here is really good at, um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of one other thing. Like, yeah, maybe making environments. Like, oh, yeah, they can make really good trees and rocks and or bricks or houses or whatever it is. Like, so not only can you make everything yourself, but it gives you the ability to use things that other people have made to put into your game. That's amazing. So even if you completely suck at making things, even if you're just a good, if you have a big imagination and you're a good, like, designer, quote unquote, um, you don't even have to make a single thing. You can take other people's things and just, I want this and this and that and that and that. So, so it's so, like so, a larger scale Super Mario Maker. Yeah, I guess so. Exactly. It's like Mario Maker on some steroids, ser- <laughs> some serious steroids. Yeah. Wow. Like to the point where, because you can make anything. That's the thing. Like mm-hmm. I was, I was playing one game that was like a 3D pl- or a 2D platformer side scroller. The next game was a 3D open world. I mean, I played Fallout. Like you can make anything you want. Anything so you can imagine, have, you can make. Have you utilized the the creating aspect of it so far? Or are you just playing I, other people's creations? I spent a lot of time playing other people's creations. Um, I actually streamed. I streamed for like three or four hours Saturday night dreams. I played through a bunch of like people's streams and stuff. I started to do some of the creation stuff, but there's a lot of tutorials and it's like, I need to learn this stuff before I start mm-hmm. streaming me doing it. But uh, yeah, the... I've mainly been playing people's streams. I have dabbled in the creation mode though, and I'm not good at it, but that's because like, I just don't understand the tools. There's so, so many tools. Like it's, it's really complicated, but it's so stinking cool. So I don't know. I, I've been praising this to all my friends who have a PlayStation because I know it sounds crazy and it sounds maybe like, that sounds kind of blame or boring. But first of all, the things people are making are incredible. Like I've watched some really cool short movies. I've played some really cool games that you would never get to play anywhere else. Like these are games that are obviously never going to come to your Switch eShop or your PlayStation store, but they're here on Dreams and they're amazing. Um, and when you say that they've created movies on there, are they adding dialogue to the characters? Yeah, you can or? you can put voiceover in. Uh, you can yeah, you can do you can make a full on animated movie wow. in there like no problem at all <clears throat> all right um, so that that's it challenge is thrown out you need to create a super gamer boys game so that's that's my goal now we talked about that the other day i want to make a super gamer boys uh side scroller like um 2d kind of mario like style platformer, platformer. Yeah. so if any of you guys out there have dreams let me know like seriously 
get in the discord and talk with me, find me on social media. If you want to help make assets for it. Um, if you don't have it yet, it's only $40. So it's not a full $60 game. It's only 40 bucks for dream. So it's a cheaper game and you get so much stinking stuff. So if you're even interested in it, go check it out. Cause like I said, like, even if you don't create anything, there are so many fun creations that you can experience, whether you're playing it, watching it, listening to it. Um, and even if you just dabble in the creation tools a little bit, like even that's been fun. Like, even though I don't know how to use them really, I'm like, this is still a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I'm having a blast with it and it's getting great reviews. Like, uh, I saw Game Informer gave it like a 9.5. Someone else has given it like a 10. It's getting like nines and tens. Wow. So it's reviewing super well. So go check it out. 40 bucks, PlayStation 4 exclusive. And if you're interested in helping me make, uh, you know, my Super Gamer Boys game, let me know because I seriously want to make that. I think it'd be so cool. Ooh, so if we were like the two heroes running through, like who's going to be the big bad guy? Is Zetch going to be like the little evil man at the end of the game? We got to like, what? <laughs> Uh, like Zetch has got to be like the the super villain, right? I I mean he doesn't have to be. No, I think he has to be. Okay, just because he almost took your position, like he's like your arch nemesis now, right? Like is that is that what's going on here? <laughs> no. That's what it feels like. No, Zetch, I love you to death. Actually, you did a great job, but but yeah. Okay. So <laughs> so dreams is what I've been playing. Killer game. Go check it out. The other game I've been playing is more than just a game. It is. A lifestyle. Okay. All right. No, I don't know. I was just trying to think of some cool marketing term. Uh, <laughs> last week, uh, Microsoft finally started the iOS closed beta for xCloud. It had, up till now, it's only been available on Android devices. And it was last, I don't know, Wednesday or Thursday or something, they put out a tweet saying, hey, anyone interested in testing it on iOS, let us know. I applied immediately, and I immediately got an email back saying I was in. They only selected a few thousand people, so I was like, whew, got in there, slid in there <laughs> real quick. Um, so I've been playing, there's only one game available, but I've been playing the Halo Master Chief Collection on there. I was playing you know, Halo 3 and Halo 4 and stuff like that um, just on my phone. Like The app is just on my iPhone. And I was able to link, I didn't even have to use an Xbox controller. I linked my PS4 controller to my phone. I was playing Xbox games with my PS4 controller. Wow. And to be honest, like I was using my Wi-Fi at home, which is fast. I have like 270, 280 megabits per second. Uh, I had no problems at all. No latency at all. Wow. Like it was almost spot on. Like it was like so stinking perfect. The graphics for as good as they can be on a little phone the graphics were amazing, like quality wise, like sharpness, colors, everything was there. My only issue is like, because it was so small, trying to see like <laughs> little enemies and stuff, I'm like, ah, it's really hard to see. I, I want to get the app on uh, um, my wife's iPad, Trudy's iPad, because like playing on like a bigger 10 inch screen would be a lot nicer than my little five inch screen. But Dude, I was shocked. Like it worked so amazingly well in the fact that yeah, I just, it even worked with my PlayStation controller. I earlier in the day I was scrambling. I'm like, I need to find an Xbox controller. Like I got accepted in this. I want to be able to play tonight. Like I don't want to wait till tomorrow. Like blah blah blah. And then I got home. I'm like, I'm just gonna try it. And then it worked. I'm like, yes. Like so I was you just so excited. Needed, you just needed a Bluetooth controller. Just a, any Bluetooth yeah. controller. Yeah, and it started working. And, and you have to be hooked up to Wi-Fi? You can use data. So when I first got accepted, I didn't have a controller, so I couldn't actually technically play. But I was like, okay, let's put this thing to the test. 
I was driving down the road in my work van and uh, I had my phone on the hands-free dashboard. It was not in my hand, but I did. I was hitting some, <laughs> I was hitting some buttons and I was like, okay, log in Xbox, blah, 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 click, 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 click. Okay, launch Halo. And I was out in the country. I had like one, maybe two bars of signal on, you know, Verizon, LTE, 4G. Um, and it fired up, no problem at all. It was running the game. I couldn't play it, obviously, because I was driving and I didn't have a controller with me. <laughs> yeah, if he had a controller, he would have been trying to drive. And I'm just saying. But uh, I was shocked. I'm like, I'm out here in the country in the middle of nowhere where normally my service kind of starts dropping out. And That's great news, actually. Started out. It just went flawlessly. So hmm. I was super happy with it. I'm like, xCloud, you're winning in my book at this point. Like, oh. that was incredible. So, yeah, if you guys can get into the beta... There might be spots still open. Go apply. Even if there's not now, if you apply now, later on when they open it up, you can get in. But I'm I'm just hoping in the next couple months they just announce it. Like, hey, it's coming this day. Like, I, I can't wait till that day comes. Wow. That's so, awesome. We'll see. They Obviously, they haven't said anything, but I wouldn't be surprised if around E3 time uh, we hear something. That's good news, man. I'm, I'm glad to hear that because uh, that's pretty darn exciting, especially if you can have it on your phone. Oh, heck I yeah. realize that it's smaller and it's, you know, hard and whatever. Yeah, but. it's hard to see. But man, like like I said, even like an iPad, like if you got like an iPad or like even an iPad mini, because like the iPad minis are like eight or nine inches. Like it's mm-hmm. like it's it's in between this and an iPad. So, yeah, I don't know. It worked way better than I thought it ever would. I was so surprised. <laughs> I can only imagine if it was hooked up to Wi-Fi how much data it would uh, be sucking down. Yeah, I didn't. Unfortunately, there's no way to really track it, um, <clears throat> at least with my Wi-Fi setup. My Wi-Fi setup doesn't really detect, like, how much data each device uses. I know some routers will do that for you, but mine doesn't, so I couldn't tell you. <laughs> oh, sweet. You have to give but, me that code so I can steal that from you. <laughs> you going that to me like you do all the games and stuff? I mean, the only way you can do it, it's locked to my phone. So you have to take you have my to leave phone. your phone with me, buddy. Yeah, okay. I'll get it back to you eventually. It might have some weird smudgy marks on it and stuff yeah, like that. I bet, you know, I like bet. Peanut butter jelly looking, you know, smudges and stuff. But, Gross. Uh, I'm just saying. So I, I actually got a, a chance to play some some good games this week, man. I got I got some really good game time, man. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the, the uh, this month, the PS Plus games were the Bioshock games. So I ended up playing Bioshock. And I know you told me that that that, that set of games, especially the first one, was probably the game of the decade before of that last generation. It's amazing. What an awesome game. For an, for a past generation game, I absolutely loved it. So did you end up going to the original? Because I know I went you, back to I the original. I started with said, Infinite, Infinite and yeah. I played maybe 15 to 20 minutes on infinite. And then I told you that I was playing that and you're like, Oh man, you got to try the original. So I went back to the original and the original is fantastic. It's so good. It holds up as such a great game. Like the controls are a little wonky, but a little bit. Yeah. It's a little story and the atmosphere and even the graphics. Like it's just like, I love love the feel of the game. Like it's just, you get in there and you're like, you're just unsure. You just don't know. It's very dark too. It's very scary. And and, (laughs) uh, I was very surprised by that, that Mm. I was, I was very into the game when I'm playing it that I was like, oh gosh, oh, you know, and I'm, well, I didn't we'll, expect that. We'll jump scared I, I did not expect, uh, expect it to be something that was going to keep my attention. The other game that I got to play was based on us talking last week and I, I, uh, I ended up playing Far Cry 5 and oh. whoa. Isn't the intro of that game crazy? It is absolutely like insane. With a helicopter crash and then it's like everything that happened that was like, what? So in the world? insane. <laughs> like, 
it's just an incre- it's like watching a movie. It's just so incredible when you're engaged in this game. It's done so well. And it, it, very different from playing Bioshock, where it was a, a previous generation, this game feels like it just came out. And I know it came out a couple of years ago. It's probably, what, three or four years old now? Came out that in 2018? Came out 2018, yeah. Yeah. Because uh, Far Cry New Dawn came out last year. Yeah. It feels brand new. It doesn't feel like a game where I'm like, ah, it's kind of aging. No, this game is amazing. It's gorgeous. And honestly, the story is absolutely riveting. Yeah. I'm not super far into it. I've probably played a little over an hour and a half, maybe two hours. So you barely scratched the surface. And- yes, but I'm telling you what, the story that I'm getting from it is tremendous. So if you guys haven't played Far Cry 5, give it a try. I've been very impressed. You can get it super cheap too because- like a lot of people didn't like it. I don't know. It didn't review very well, which That's is surprising. Because I, I enjoyed what I played too. I The reason I backed off it is because other games just came out on the same time. And mm-hmm. I just have a hard time with those big open world games anyways. Like I I just don't have the time for that. Like I, as much as I love <clears throat> big open world games, mm-hmm. I don't have time for it. So like any game I do play, like it has to be, if, I, if I'm going to beat it, it has to just be like a straight on just narrative focus just get me through the story kind of thing mm-hmm. those open world games you know far cry 5 it could easily take you like 100 hours to beat that game if if you really took your time right with it. and right. it's like oh that time like i don't want to spend even 30 hours that's too long i want to beat a game in like 10 hours or less kind of thing <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah no i i enjoyed what i played of it too i it's it's crazy. I just remember the story being like insane. It's War, absolutely like, the crazy. Whole cult and it, everything like that. And, yeah, it's it's worth giving a, a, a peek at because yeah. it really is a tremendous game. Got a great story to it. Uh, yeah, the cult thing is just wild, man. It's wild. It's wild. Uh, cool. Well, let's uh, get into our topic of the show. So this comes to us sent in by Kajama01 on our Discord. And we kind of... Uh, we discussed it very briefly. Um, we ended up kind of getting sidetracked and spinning off into another discussion that wasn't really based off of this. Uh, but the headline here for this article he sent me was, there is no console war because Xbox moved on and left PlayStation behind. Obviously, this was sent to me to get a rile out of me because mm-hmm. everyone knows I'm the Sony pony. Yeah. This is by Kevin Murnane over at Forbes. Um, this article is. Uh, I'm looking here. It's gotten over a million views, so it's very popular. Uh, very clickbaity title, obviously. Um, but uh, we both read this. I hope you read this. I actually read it. You actually read it this week. I swear. Okay. I swear. (laughs) Because otherwise I'm going to need to come up with a new topic on the fly here. Nope. That's what we were planning on doing it last week. And he goes, hey, did you read the article right before I go? What are we naming JJ's next kid? (laughs) Monster, Beelzebub, you know, something. No, yeah. No, I I actually read the article. And I'll tell you what. Absolutely, obviously written by somebody who is an Xbox fan. Um, That's the impression I get. And I could be wrong. I get the impression that it's somebody I, who I had the same mm-hmm. feeling. I read through this and I was like, and not, and I know not in a bad way. And I not, know, yeah, not in a bad way because I know all you Xbox are like, oh, like rolling your eyes at us right now. Like, okay, here we go. Here goes the Sony fans. Like, whatever. Like, they can't just take a hint. Like, they can't accept defeat. And it's like it's not <laughs> that. It's just there's everyone has a bias. Right. And this article very heavily has a bias. There are some extremely 
well-made points yeah, that no, are made 100%. for for the article's title. Yes. Um, they're well thought out and uh, they've got some weight and some merit to them. And I'll admit there's part of me that's like, okay, I see where they were going with it. Mm-hmm. I see exactly what the author of the article was going with it. Um, yeah, they are, Xbox is focused on along with Amazon and Google, they're focused on going into the cloud. Yes. That's their their goal, whereas PlayStation is more... Con- they don't have the infrastructure. And uh, the article, you can get into it. Yeah, but- so as, uh, let me just give it kind of like a rundown. So for people, if you haven't, go check it out. Just go Google, there's no console war because Xbox moved on and left PlayStation mind. <laughs> you can probably just Google, there is no console war, and then Forbes, <laughs> the word Forbes. It'll probably come up. Um and uh, I highly recommend you read it, check it out. Uh, maybe I'll tweet it out after the show here, uh, put it on our social media. But uh, the gist of it is, according to this person, um, console wars, and this is their words, the console wars were never about how many consoles you sold. It was about how much money you made. And looking at kind of the last half of this generation and coming up in this new generation in the future, they claim that really Xbox is the winner. Even though they sold a third to half amount the amount of consoles that PlayStation did, they're the real winners because they're making more money because of uh, their services like Game Pass and Xbox Live. Um, and upcoming, they're obviously going to have their Stadia, which we were, uh, not Stadia, uh, xCloud, which we were just talking about, stuff like that. Um, so their, their thought is because gaming is now going into this cloud future, everything's going to be streaming, you know, his thought is like, obviously, and a lot of people's thoughts, uh, and speculation is that in the next few years, consoles are going to disappear. I'm not going to have a box in my living room that plays video games. Everyone will just have an app. Like you'll just fire up your phone and play PlayStation or your TV. Like all the TVs are smart TVs. Now you have a PlayStation or Xbox app on your TV now. Um, that's what a lot of people think gaming is going towards, and it's what this person is very heavily leaning towards as well. Um, and with that, that's why his thought is like Xbox is winning because they bring in the most money and they are moving the right direction. He feels like PlayStation is being left in the dust because they are not moving in any direction. They are well, they they are moving in a direction of consoles still. Um, and so that's another point that I wanted to bring up that I kind of disagreed with because. Yes, at this point, PlayStation does very heavily rely on their consoles. Um, And up until now, that's what's made them kind of the best seller every generation. Even in the PS3 360 era, they started out behind, but in the end, they ended up selling more consoles than Xbox as well. They are really good at selling consoles because their consoles are good. And that's because that's their focus where, um, yeah, where Xbox is not the focus. And so... Yeah, I just think it's it's interesting though that uh, um, oh shoot, did I just lose my thought again? I'm not sure. Oh no, uh, no. Uh, I think this is where I was going. Um, yeah, Xbox just it's it's never really been their thing, and so they're shifting. And PlayStation seems to just still be focusing on their console. But with this guy, almost he doesn't even mention the article. And I feel like maybe he doesn't know or realize, but PlayStation has streaming service. They do a PlayStation now. Mm-hmm. It's at this point, 
it doesn't have, it's not as revered as Game Pass. Which is a shame it's, it's because it's as, actually really excellent. Yeah, it's not I, as, It doesn't get the credit that it deserves. It's not praised like it is, but it's pretty dang amazing. And it's only going to get better, actually, because it's switching over to using Azure service, which I know that's Microsoft. So Sony is actually going to be paying Microsoft. But I think, because I think that was, that was the article that came out sometime last year, is like in the next year or two, they're switching over to Azure servers. So, okay, say in the next year now, because that was last year when we read that article, the next year from this point, they switch over to Azure servers. Yeah, they're kicking Microsoft a few bucks. But if PlayStation has the better game lineup and the better, you know, like app and stuff, like if they can nail down a good app and have it available everywhere, just like Xbox is, like PlayStation's not as far behind as this article makes it sound like they are. And that's why I even, like, I agreed with you with that. This guy is obviously very heavily Xbox biased because you can tell because he's just, he's totally oblivious to what's happening in the PlayStation ecosystem. And like PlayStation's not that far behind. Um, yeah, so I just thought that was kind of interesting. Um, yeah, I think some of the points that he makes in the article is that the infrastructure is behind yes. the large companies which like is, Amazon, Google Sony's, Stadia. Yeah. But we're seeing right now that like Google Stadia is really yeah. not doing great. It's, Even with the infrastructure, and, it's garbage. And, and they definitely do. Google Stadia, Google has probably a better infrastructure than any other company. And so that's why a lot of us, including you and I, were kind of excited at the prospect of Google Stadia. And it just really hasn't come to fruition like that. I mean, I feel like they've kind of become an afterthought and kind of a joke. Mm -hmm. um, so I wouldn't put my money on them right now. I'm not saying that they can't, you know, turn around and do something really great. But as of right now, it's not looking so hot for Google. Yeah. And yeah, and that's there's a, actually even a, a quote from... Uh, Phil Spencer, who's the head of Xbox, he says, when you talk about Nintendo and Sony, we have a ton of respect for them, but we see Amazon and Google as the main competitors going forward. That's not to disrespect Nintendo and Sony, but the traditional gaming companies are somewhat out of position. I guess they could try to recreate Azure, but we've invested tens of billions of dollars in cloud over the years. I don't want to be in a fight or format wars with those guys while Amazon and Google are focusing on how to get gaming to 7 billion people around the world. Ultimately, that's the goal. Again, well, that's that's even the more interesting thing. Even Phil Spencer doesn't even, he's not even, it's almost like he's forgotten that PlayStation is planning on using their own Azure servers. Mm -hmm. Like all it's, it's like PlayStation's not far behind. It's like they're not, they don't need to recreate it. They're just going to use it. You're right. They're right. just going to take all of their amazing stuff that they have and right. just use your services. Right. And yeah, like I said, yeah. Microsoft is going to get kickback from that, <laughs> but they're just going to get a small cut compared to what Sony is going to be getting off their PlayStation Now service once they kick over to that new. Yeah. Well, think about think about it like this. A company like Amazon is so big. How many times do we end up getting Amazon uh, packages at our house? Oh, we get, you know, like there's there's weeks where we get something every day. Or utilizing uh, Amazon streaming service like Amazon uh, Instant View, which when you have Amazon Prime, a lot of times yeah, they the have that. Yeah. yeah. And I'll tell you what, I use it. Love it. They have some Amazon Prime original stuff that's fantastic. Can you imagine having that Amazon Prime app on your on your smart television and being able to click on it for gaming and to go right to gaming? I mean, that's essentially what the future is going to look like. That's what they're projecting it to look like. Yeah. And that's all that, that this article is stating is that Spencer is looking at at Google and Amazon as being the real threats 
to Xbox saying like, you know, we're we're not really going to be concerned about consoles and and stuff like that. I think that they still need to be worried about PlayStation because one way or the other, PlayStation has, is, and forever will be putting out better content, better exclusive games than Xbox. And really, that's what I want as a gamer. And I think that's what most people want. Isn't yeah. the cheaper service? Isn't the, well, uh, you know, everybody's got Xbox, whatever. No, they're more concerned with who's putting out the games that I want to play. Yeah, and I, and obviously everyone's tastes are different. So if your tastes are lean more towards Xbox, then great, you're in luck because you're in the next year you're probably going to be able to get Stadia for ten bucks a month and play on any device you want. But for the rest of time, as long as PlayStation has put out the games I want, I'm still going to buy a box that sits in my living room and play whatever you know, God of War ten. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and this could very well be this could very well be the last of the boxes. Right. For yeah, PlayStation very, 5 very and for and yeah. for Xbox. So, but I, I still think PlayStation 5 is going to kick Xbox X Series butt. Yeah. If they were to like have a wrestling match or an MMA fight, I'm pretty sure that PlayStation is going to make Xbox tap. <laughs> yeah. Right. Probably so, like a Conor McGregor fight where it's like super fast. You're dude, like pissed you paid for the pay-per-view. Do you see that? Uh, yeah. So <laughs> like 40 we, seconds. Yeah. So we have a... Uh, that Disney package, so it's yeah. Disney, Hulu, and ESPN. Uh, ESPN Plus, and you know you you have, you, can, you can't watch a fight until it's like you have to wait until the next fight comes out, and then you can watch the last fight. And I watched that Conor McGregor fight like last week when you know the other fight was happening, and I was like, holy smokes! Like it was like forty seconds, boom, down, yeah. like shoulder to the face, like broke yeah. dude's nose. Done. I watched it. I'm a huge like, Conor McGregor fan, but I watched it after it was free. How quick it happened! Oh yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Um. But yeah, so I don't know. With this article, though, I want I do want to state because I know I'm still going to get hate tweets. I'm going to get messages in the Discord. Kajoma likes to argue with me about everything. But I want to say uh, before you argue with him, Kajoma, I've always liked you, and I yeah. <laughs> no, I appreciate it. This is actually was a great article. No, no, no. Yeah, I. So that's what I was getting at. Like I, I, I wanted to say like this is a fantastic article. Like even though we're kind of like poo pooing, it seems like we're poo pooing. We're really not. Like no, it's more just like. There's some information that he didn't get quite right. Like he nailed a lot of points and he Absolutely. made a lot of good points. There's a lot of things where I'm like, okay, yeah, no, you're 100% right. But I feel like he was willing to dream and do a little hypothetical on the Xbox side. Right. And like, oh, where they're going, what they're going to do. And on the PlayStation side, he's like, they're never going to do anything. It's like, well, you don't know that. Like, mm -hmm. why don't you use a little imagination for the PlayStation side just the way, same way you did Xbox? Like, I, I they think, already have all this stuff set up. And yeah, so, yeah. I, I think the automatic assumption is, is that currently Sony doesn't have the infrastructure yeah, for that. Yeah, which is 100% and, true. Yeah. But again, like, yeah, I think a lot of people forgot that news article that came out last year because it was a small article. It wasn't, didn't make mm -hmm. a big splash in the news, but yeah, they're planning on using Azure. And once that happens, they're going to be just as good, if not better. Or Azure, if Azure, you uh, if yeah. you prefer. Cool, guys. Well, that's that. If you have any more thoughts on that news article, like I said, I'm going to tweet it out, uh, put on social media, probably mostly just Twitter. Let's just stick with Twitter. No one really goes to Facebook. It's just like my mom on there I just commenting on stuff. I go to Facebook. I don't... It's just the old people on there. Um, it's like, you know, my parents. <laughs> <laughs> It hurts a little bit. <laughs> no, uh, so I'll post it on Facebook. I'll post the article on Facebook and Twitter. And if you guys have any thoughts or comments or concerns or whatever, let us know because I'd be interested to hear your thoughts on this article. Um, but those are 
yeah, we obviously shared our thoughts and. You know what? I'm curious because I don't think we've ever done this on the show. Uh, if you can reach out to us on Twitter at SuperGamerBoys, let us know. PlayStation or Xbox? You mean for like ne- like if they're going to buy next gen? You mean? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. W- which one are you going? I for? mean, I can I can do a poll. You can do polls on Twitter. Let's do that. Let's so do a just, poll. I could just do a poll. Do we have to it? dance on it? Nope. No dancing on the pole. That seems kind of weird, but okay. Why don't you make one of those magic poles? I will. That would be amazing. (laughs) Um, Cool. Go go and vote on it. Go vote. That's your responsibility as an American. Yeah. And wherever else you're from. (laughs) Because I know we have people not from America who listen to this. That's totally true. Um, Thank you guys so much for listening this week. Uh, If you forgot at the beginning of the show... We mentioned our Patreon, patreon.com slash supergamerboys. If you go support us there, you can get this show early. Tonight after I record, I upload it to Patreon. You have a private RSS feed through that. What you do, your favorite podcast app, you copy and paste that little you know, URL over to your app. Boom. You get all the episodes early, and you don't have to use a janky Patreon app. You can just use your regular you know, Apple Podcast, Overcast, Spotify, whatever you want. Um, dollar a month. You get it early. It's awesome. Supergamerboys.com slash store. Remember, you can get this sweet shirt. Boom. You can even get it in different colors. There's like four or five different colors. This and there's is, some ladies tees is, that are out there. They're pretty lady, nice. Ladies fits, colors. yeah. So there's, it comes in like gray. I think there's like a maroon color, like a dark blue. You can get it in black. Uh, there's also the the cartridge tee, which is like our mm-hmm. cartridge logo. You probably can't tell this is a ladies tee right now. It's the, one of those curvy form figures. Yeah, I'm sorry, yeah. keep going. Um, <laughs> we also have the nerdy nudes shirt. If you want yes. to get some your hands on a nerdy nudes shirt, those are fun. I like the colors of those ones. There's like a purple one with white. It is and awesome. And a yellow one with the black. Mm-hmm. I almost want to get a couple of those, but got to save up my pennies. Um, remember you can rate and review us. Please go rate and review us. It means so, so much. It really helps us a lot too. Especially um, if you do so on Apple podcast, that yes. helps tremendously. Tons, tons and tons. Uh, during the week, if you want to find us or contribute to the show, uh, go to supergamerboys.com. Twitter and Instagram, we're at supergamerboys. Facebook.com slash supergamerboys. I'm on Twitter at G Morlang. That's G-M-O-R-L-A-N-G. And JJ's on Twitter at... At JJ Purdom. And I occasionally go on there and check my page. Never. It happens. Thank you so much to Star Andrews for our logo. You can check her out on Instagram at groundfloorgraphics and facebook.com slash groundfloorgraphics. Alrighty. All right. Been a good one. It's been a great one. Been like been always. One. Yeah. You didn't say anything that I'm going to have to edit out. You kept all the racism down this time <laughs> oh, around. Dude. I'm so proud of you, Gary. Uh, the, yeah. the cursing just kind of like finally curtailed. and But mostly the racism. Like the rampant, the rampant, rampant racism. Yeah, you know me. <laughs> just, uh, <laughs> yep. Yep. Just, uh, yep. Folks, Just, uh, it's, it's so good for us to be right back here in the studio with you in your little ear holes each and yes. every week. For Garrett Morlang, I'm JJ Purdom. We are the Super Gamer Boys. To men. And we'll catch y'all on the flippity flop. You just added the to men thing, right? Like that? Okay, I think. Good. Yeah.